Welcome to the Zompire Horde Podcast. Join us every Monday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, as your hosts, Vlad the Rad and Michelle of the Dead, discuss horror, true crime, and the macabre. Episodes available on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Join us, won't you? Hello, and welcome back to another Zompire Horde Podcast. I am part of the hosting team, Vlad the Rad, with my always amazing co-host, Michelle of the Dead. Tonight is episode 16, and it's our top 10 serial killers. Sweet 16! Sweet 16! <laughs> yes! Uh, so these are, we're going to do these, but we're not going to do them in, uh, what is it, like numeric order? We're just going to yeah. do just the top, our own top 10s. Yeah, so there's in no particular order. These are 10. Now, I don't know how you rated your 10. Did you rate them on ones that you found their stories most fascinating? Or did you rate their, your your 10 on like a quantity of murders that they were or were not convicted of? Well, or... hold on. Michelle Volan says, or I'm sorry, Melissa. God damn it. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> Melissa. Melissa says, hi, Vlad, Michelle. Michelle, you're looking deadly wonderful. Thank you. I just got my throat slit today. <laughs> uh, but really quick though, while we're here, I wanted to show everyone my new con shoes I just got in the Ooh. mail. But look at the yes. in, the insoles. Ooh. Ooh. And they're black sole vans, which are not easy to come by. But these Beautiful. little these little skulls. Yeah. And the, and the vampire teeth. And the teeth. They glow in the dark. That's awesome. Yeah, Those are so cute. You have to charge them outside, you know what I mean, to make it happen. Yeah, get yeah, some sunlight there. These are my uh, convention shoes this week, and yeah. I just got them in the mail today. So I wanted to share those with everyone <clears throat> before we got into our top 10 serial killers. Woo! <laughs> not, not in numerical order. Right. Facebook right. user says, evening, Vlad. Evening to you, sir. Evening or, to you, sir, or ma'am. Or ma'am. <laughs> Uh, Ed Boakley's here. Ed Boakley's uh, pretty hemmed up at the moment uh, with some. Yay! Uh, he's not. No, that's not a good. He's not feeling very good. Oh. But we appreciate you being here. And oh, welcome. what's wrong? He'll tell us. Okay. Oh, and my mom is here. Hi, mom. <laughs> hey, Derek. Derek. <clears throat> so tonight we are talking about top ten serial killers. Um, that aren't in numeric order, as I said. So there, this isn't like a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. These are just our top tens. Right, right. So do you want to? Well, um, gosh, who do I start with? Mm. And we did say that if we had the same ones, like if you say it, then we'll just both talk. Like I'm like, I have that person too, and we'll both just talk about it. Um. Ed Gosh. says his back has been fucked for almost three weeks. You need a new back. You need a backyotomy. You need a backyotomy. <laughs> I need a backyotomy. <laughs> um, I don't know. How about Ed Gein? Uh, yeah, do Ed Gein. Yeah, we could do that one. Um, he was the inspiration for uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And also and, the movie Psycho. And also Silence of the Lambs. And also Silence of the Lambs. You know, I had thought about writing him down. Uh, because of every movie that he's ba is based on him, right? I love, <clears throat> but um, and I, I just find he has such an interesting story, you know, with the abusive mom and uh, all of that. Yeah, yeah. And then but um, I I didn't actually pick him, so oh, you didn't? Okay, well, um, yeah, he had this this 
I don't know if it would be a love-hate relationship with his mom. Maybe it's a hate-hate. David Pratt, Tennessee in the house. Tennessee, um, Tennessee, Tennessee. So he, his his mother died. And I think it, that kind of like sent him in a, some sort of, some sort of way um, after she died. You know, she wasn't really good to him. Um, was, what is it, what did his mom do? She wasn't a prostitute. Was she, she was just abusive. She was like a super Christian, like uber Christian woman, wasn't she? Yeah. Like, like didn't want him to be around uh, other kids. Like women and, yeah. Like she was very, women. Like, kept him in, in the house. Like kind of like, cause that's where like the psycho thing comes from. Yeah. <clears throat> that, you know, yeah. he was very, you know, very, uh, very mama boyed or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so yeah. So they started finding like bodies in the fifties. And what his goal was, was to make a woman suit, right? Right. And we would use was their it? skin to uh, make, like, he first started doing, like, um, lampshades and shit, like, right. sort of like my baby skins characters do. Well, and he um, also, like, wore their skin, like, boobs over his chest and, like, a vagina over his penis. He was trying to make a whole and, body suit. Well, he would, like, go out at, like, night when, during full moons and beat, like, a human drum and shit. Yeah, yeah, like it's just freaking creepy, creepy yeah. shit. Yeah, he made he made like a nipple belt. Um, All right, you know, let's not judge people for nipple belts, okay? No, I kind of want one now. <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> I, I kind of want one now, but um, <laughs> but yeah, he 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 started by like digging. He he started by digging up bodies. He was a grave grave robber grave, and grave, using grave. their skins first grave. before killing living people. How many people did he kill though? Wasn't I mean I think he shot one in the little like family store or whatever. I think he was only accredited with like one for, or two. I with believe. one, I think. I think I don't okay. I don't think I wrote that down, but I think it was just one. David um, Pratt wants a nipple choker. That's actually all right. <laughs> I can see it. That would be pretty awesome. That would be pretty awesome. Only so, two. Derek says only two. Okay, okay. But still, I mean, I think my understanding is to be a serial killer, you had to have at least two victims and they had to be like premeditated and within a few years apart or something like that. Yeah, they it can't was, be like. Yeah, it was something weird I wrote uh, or read when actually. Two different instances, two different people. And it's also uh, alleged that he had killed his brother and the shopkeeper. I thought that there was something about the brother. I, I wasn't sure. I didn't want to say it if I wasn't relatively sure, but I thought he had, right. there was speculation that he killed his brother. So, you know, even if he was only was convicted proven. of one murder, you know, it was likely that there were more. So that would count as a serial yeah. killer. Right. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. I mean, he was the inspiration for so many great other stories. Right. You know, like kind uh, of a, a staple for, for horror. So. Being a Texas Chainsaw Massacre fan, it's like my, you know, he's my jam. Yeah. Um, as a you're, matter of you're fact, you're his number one fan. <laughs> I'm his number. I actually have a butt, like a bronze bust of him. And Do you I really? Have, <laughs> I have dirt relic from his childhood home, and I have a like a sawdust relic from the store, like his family owned or something like that. I'd have to go look, but it's like sitting right over there. Huh? <clears throat> yeah, we had a we. I think we did. What did we do? I think we did. Oh, that's what it is. It's just grave dirt. No, it's. I have a. I have a relic of his grave dirt and a relic of his family home oh okay nice and, I, and the bronze bus which is pretty out pretty badass yeah yeah so yeah anyways uh, he ended up in a mental facility and died there i believe yeah I mean, he's got to be dead at this point yeah and he I, was, I think he died at 
77 years old. Now there's some, someone in my list I'll bring up later who's considered America's first serial killer. But like, as far as like the gap between the two, there wasn't a whole lot going on. And uh, Ed Gein is like the next prolific one after, you know? Yeah. Uh, oh, cool. It says something about beating him with a bat and a setting a fire or something like that. Uh, I have the original rubbing from his first tombstone and autograph first edition of the judge's book from his court. That's pretty dope. Uh, so there is your uh, Ed Gein. Yes. Well, I went um, with, my, with a, my first one. I'm going to go a little bit more historical. Um, and everyone knows my name is Vladimir. And a distant cousin of Vladimir Tepish was Elizabeth Bathory or Elizabeth Bathory. If you're nasty, <laughs> the, countess. the countess herself, <laughs> the countess herself, yes. <clears throat> who was uh, born in uh, 1560, died in 1614. She was about, what, 60, uh, 54 years old. Um, she was known basically in Hungary, uh, I believe is um, like the area of <clears throat> Slovakia, Romania area, um, who had her, her and her servants would actually kill women. Uh, like virgins, I believe. And then she would bathe in her blood because she thought that it kept her looking like youthful and young, kind of like the vampire, you know, yeah. vampires drink blood. And I mean, it's, it's true. <clears throat> um, but yeah, they were, they're usually her slaves. She would beat them and use their blood while like they were still alive. She would collect it. Right. Um, but she would all, they would always end up dying. I had it one on way or another. Too. They say hunt, killed hundreds, but I thought at one point I read 600, but I could be wrong. Well, Many. Uh, she killed many. They say that it was like she had vampiric tendencies. I yes. dig it. I dig it. I dig it. I mean, it. not, I mean, it was, it was bad. She shouldn't kill, you know, virgin. Killing is bad. Killing anyone, but, you know, specifically <laughs> to stay young looking. Um, but I mean, the as far as. price you pay for beauty, Vlad. Well, I was thinking about different people like Ragnar Lothbrok, right? Like Viking dudes and stuff. Right. Like that. I was like, oh, that was more like war shit. Like who did something like super heinous? And it was like, oh, Elizabeth Bathory. Like she like slaughtered virgins, bathed in their blood. And actually, if you remember um, Hostel 2, that movie by Eli Roth, there's the Bathory scene where they have the girl. It's the first, you know, uh, death. or well, not the first death, but um, the first like, you know, in the thing where they have the girl hanging upside down. And the chick's in a tub below her, like with the scythe cutting her, yeah. and, like all the blood's falling on her, and it's got the candles. Sexy. Hey, scene. your brother's on. It's it's fast bush. <laughs> Hurry bush. <laughs> we all have vampiric tendencies sometimes. It's true. He's not wrong. Um, but uh yeah, and that so in hostel too, if you remember, they did that kind of uh bathory scene where they were like cutting the girl pretty hot. Yeah, scene. yeah, pretty brutal. Pretty, Pretty brutal. brutal. Now we know where the whole vampire like thing comes from. Vlad Tepish, you know, Vlad the Impaler, and uh, his distant cousin Elizabeth Bathory. There you go. Boom. There you go. Um, let's see. Who do I have? Oh, last week uh, Melissa mentioned Jack the Ripper, so I I got to bring Jack the Ripper into it from London. Um, uh, yeah, I too have Jack the Ripper in mind. Do you? Nice. Yeah. Well, and I think if you have H.H. Holmes in I yours, do. we should transition from one to the other because there is speculation out in the uh, true crime community 
uh, that Jack the Ripper was actually H.H. H. Holmes. I heard that conspiracy. Yes, I did. Yeah. And Michelle says, yay. That's Melissa. Oh, no, that's not Melissa. <laughs> God damn it. Melissa, Melissa, <laughs> Melissa, Melissa says, yay, yes. I'm Michelle. That's my man. <laughs> yeah, so um, he liked to stalk the streets of London at night and murder prostitutes and disembowel them and leave them there for people to find. But I think there was like five. Who, Jack the Ripper? Yeah. Yeah, he was like, didn't he, did he kill like prostitutes though, right? Yeah, it was, it was prostitutes, yeah. It right. was 1888. It was a dark and stormy night. Here's what I have written down for this guy. We call him Jack the Ripper, but we don't really know who the person behind one of the older and most notorious murder sprees was. The killer appeared in London's Whitechapel district in 1888 and murdered five women, all prostitutes, and mutilated their corpses. Police surmised the killer was a surgeon, butcher, or someone skilled with a scalpel. Yes, because of the way he would he would cut them, and he knew just right where to, where and how to do it. Right. Maybe he worked at a vet clinic. He could have been a veterinarian. Ooh, well, I think Ooh. that was one of the like that was one of the things that they thought about was like he was could have been like you know in the a butcher. Field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For but sure. the killer also mocked the community and the police by sending letters sending letters outlining the uh, act. Yep, exactly, exactly. And although many suspects <laughs> have been named over the years. The killer has never been identified. Isn't that crazy? It may never be, it may never be solved. Uh, you know, and at the time too, it's not like they had DNA, you know. Uh, yeah. Um, says his murders were the same technique as AJ. Segway. Segway. <laughs> Segway. Party time. But uh, yeah, Jack the Ripper is like a cool, not, I mean, not, I, I, I don't mean to glorify things because certainly there's nothing to glorify here. Um, but it's that's another like interesting one because it happened in, in a time when like you know like everyone was kind of sh down on you're either super rich or really 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 poor yeah and you know it was like people were just murdering each other in the streets it was just kind of wild but for someone out of all those that time period in the 1880s in England to like be the guy you know it was Jack the Ripper yeah yeah that's crazy so crazy so crazy so now we're going to segue, let me get to my notes, to H.H. H. Holmes. Yes. That's a good one. There's a lot of um, conspiracy about that whole story, too. Things that, oh, anyways, go ahead. <laughs> Would you like me to read my intro again? <laughs> <laughs> this uh, segment is brought to you by Bubbly. I'm just trying to get a Bubbly commercial for us. Oh. Uh, <laughs> And keep my voice from like drying out. All right. Chicago has had its share of killers, but perhaps none more haunt haunting than H.H. H. Holmes, the pharmacist who turned a hotel into a torture castle. Ahead of 1893 World's Fair, Holmes moved to Chicago from where? Tell me where he moved from. That's Did he move from London? Did he move from London? Because he's Jack the Ripper. Anyway. No, he moved from New Hampshire. Son of a bitch. But ahead of the 1893 <laughs> World's Fair, Holmes moved to Chicago and started outfitting a three-story hotel <clears throat> with all manners of nefarious contraptions, including gas lines, secret passages, trap doors, hallways to dead ends, chutes to the basements, soundproof padding, and torture devices strewn throughout a maze. The gas allowed Holmes to knock out his guests before the worst of what was to happen next, often his surgical tables. 
He then burned the bodies in a building furnace, selling skeletons to medical schools and running life insurance scams. In all, he copped to more than 30 murders found only after a fellow scammer turned him in, falling short of financial agreement before he was hanged in 1896. Mm. Well, there was a lot of uh, stuff about that uh, murder castle. Um, they had never had any proof. There was never any proof that any of that even existed in there. Um, so there's a lot of people that, was, that think that that part is made up. That the, that the inside of the hotel was like mm -hmm. a crazy maze of death. Yeah. And that he had hidden rooms to hide furniture that he bought on credit that he didn't want to pay for. And sometimes those rooms would be full of furniture and sometimes they would be kind of cleared out. That was part of his uh, insurance scams. Huh. Yeah. So they, they never found any bodies. But what he did do, he was also a grave robber. Um, he sold cadavers um, to like schools and medical facilities and things like that. Sold their bones, um, sold their skeletons, um, organs to the black market. Um, and he didn't care who he he killed, men, women, children, anybody. I think um, this is Derek Winsky. He lives in like Minnesota, I believe. Um, he goes, there were many different contractors, so no one knows all of the design. Did they like destroy the building true. before anyone really went in there and like discovered what was going like? You know what I mean? I'm assuming yeah. in the 1880s, like, you know, cameras existed, but it's not like people took them to crime scenes very often. Right, right. They don't, there's mean? no documentation of what that looks like in there. Wow. Or looked like in there. So. so we can only go by word of mouth, like what people have right, said about right. it. Right, right. So, you know, there's eight sides to every story. So, sure, sure. <laughs> but yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. I actually, um, another relic I have is uh, a, a sample from the property that the hotel was on. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's they, a post office. They have speculated designs. Nice. Oh, it's now a post office. I want to get, dude, how close is it? Mail me something from there. I think that would be rad. Just to have a <laughs> mail come from, that would be cool, right? Yeah. That'd be cool. <laughs> That'd be cool. Um, well, let me hop back in because I have a good one. And again, this guy is not, he is, I guess, a serial killer. He killed two people. He's listed as a serial killer. He copped a six, oh wait, how many was it? 600. He copped a 600, but he wasn't found guilty of, of any of them. Three confirmed, eight disputed, claimed uh, over 250. And that's Henry Lee Lucas. Henry Lee Lucas. I don't have him on my list. Okay. He was an American convicted serial killer. Lucas was convicted of murdering his mother in 1960 and the murder of two others in 1983. He rose to infamy, infamy after he confessed to around 600 other murders after his conviction while in prison to the Texas Rangers and other law enforcement officials. Many unsolved cases were accredited to him based on his confessions. And uh, uh, basically what happened was <clears throat> he was going around because uh, this was in like the early 80s he was caught and he would keep confessing to these different murders because it kept him from actually going to prison and so these Texas Rangers would show up at whatever jail he was in and they're like hey did you do this and they would feed him like enough information for him to say what happened you know what I mean and he would confess to him well when he confessed they would drive him out to the house where it happened walk him around for a few days stay in a hotel eat fast food you know what I mean? So he was getting like catered to almost like a celebrity. 
Right. He kept, he kept confessing to like all these murders that he actually never really did in order right. to like basically stay out of prison and continue like, you know, this charade to get, you know, decent food and not be in jail. But he yeah. confessed over like 600 of them. He's only yeah. accredited with three. <laughs> but crazy how to like you kill your own mom. Well, I have somebody who also uh, killed his own mom. Oh, that? Uh, that is Ed Kemper. Um, he's from California in sixties and seventies. He killed college students, like girls and hitchhikers mostly. Right. Um, he would strangle them and then he would dismember them. Um, he killed his own mom, uh, and he buried her head in his back garden. Oh, weird. And that's why he's on my list. That's a very good reason to be on anyone's list, to be honest. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I'm obviously on somebody's list because I mean. I had kind of a rough day. So. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, if you're on this list, you did something bad. Right, right, right. Probably to several people. But tell me more about Kemper. I know the name, like I'm not, and I know the story's like, a, you know, a little. Yeah, that's, that's really all I know. He would just like, he dismembered them and like hurled their bodies off of cliffs and ditches and things like that. So. How many, does it, do, you, do you know how many people he was accredited I with? don't. Um, oh, wow. Look it up real quick, though. He I wasn't see. one of my top 10, but um, he was on my list as a possible top 10. Hmm. I'm missing a page of mine now. Uh-oh. I stole it. All right. Ed Kemper. Blah, blah, blah. Edmund Emil Kemper III is an American serial killer who murdered six college students before murdering his mother and her best friend. From September Ooh. 1972 to April 73, following his parole for murdering his paternal grandparents. So he was also called the co-ed killer, the co-ed butcher. The co-ed killer. Yeah. I feel like yeah. that's a horror movie waiting to get made. Oh, a lot of them have really cool names. You know, it's like... Well, let's see. Like David Berkowitz, the son of Sam. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's on my list, too, for his shooting spree. He went, he went postal. <laughs> <laughs> he certainly did. He most certainly did. Ended up I, in prison forever. I have one I, I think you may have on your list. Do you have Ted yes. Bundy? Of course I have Ted Bundy. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Mr. Handsome. Mr. Mr. Handsome. Lady killer. The <laughs> lady killer. Handsome and charming. He would confess to over 30 murders. My mom agrees in... that he's handsome. Yes. Well, he lived in Tacoma. Um, so this all happened in the 70s. And uh, he killed women in Washington, Oregon, Utah, Colorado, Florida, Idaho. Um, he liked to bludgeon them. And he also liked to, yeah, yeah. Bite. Yeah. He That's also, how he was yes. caught. Yeah, he, he liked to eat them. He ate parts of them. No, he did not. Yes, no. he did. Ted Bundy ate people? Yeah. I thought he just bit them, like, when he was, like. No, he's he he did some necrophilia. He did some well, necrophilia. Necrophilia is having sex with oh, I'm sorry. Not, I'm sorry. Never mind. Cannibalism. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think he ate anyone. I think he just bit him when he was having sex with him. Yes, you're right. Melissa Volan says, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's hot. Do really? You guys really think he's attractive? I don't. 
I guess maybe at the time, you know, I used to be attractive. Yeah, I think I was like, yeah, I think the biting made me think of cannibalism. Here's what I got written down. Ted Bundy loved the attention his murders garnered him. And in many of the states in the, or sorry, and many in the United States were more than happy to give him that attention. The Western U.S. was his hunting ground. With an unknown number of murders piling up, mostly college-age women, from Washington and Oregon all the way to Utah and Colorado, Bundy was once arrested in Colorado and convicted of kidnapping, but he escaped custody, moving to Florida, where he killed multiple times more. Bundy's final arrest and its aftermath captured the attention of the nation. As the accused murderer acted uh, as his own lawyer during what is believed to be the first televised murder trial, welcomed interviews and boasted of the fan, uh, boasted to the fans he had created. He was eventually executed in the electric chair in 1989. Yes. I always wanted one of those shirts that says burn Bundy burn. <laughs> I see him on, uh, you know, like Etsy and stuff all the time. Yeah. Probably even, I saw someone with one once uh, and he said he got it on Amazon, but I'm always weary of buying literally anything on Amazon, but. Well, we also know people who make t-shirts. So we do you know, like, Hey, Hey, we do. Um, so somebody who is a necrophiliac and a cannibal, Jeffrey Dahmer. I obviously have Dahmer, uh, yeah. on my list as well. Yes. Yes. Jeffrey Dahmer. Um, God, the Milwaukee cannibal. What uh, a crazy name. Yeah. So he started killing when he was 18. Um, in he, 1978. It was in 1978. Uh, he would bring young men home. Um, he liked young black men mostly. That was his type. Was um, it? Didn't he? And the one that got away was Asian, though, wasn't he? Yes. Yes. Right. right. Um, so yeah, 1991, one of his dates got away. What's up, Halloween fiend? Yes. Um, and so that's how he was caught. <clears throat> but before that, he had killed 17 people. Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah, he liked to fuck them and he liked to eat them. And uh, he ended up being killed by a fellow inmate in prison in 1994. And there's word the on end. the street that he had a, <laughs> uh, a uh, broom handle broken off uh, in his anus. His, I have an, not heard his that. An, his anus. Oh, yeah. His anus. No. His anus. Huh. Uh, huh. Yeah, apparently in the um, the beating death of Jeffrey, of one said cannibal Jeffrey Dahmer, uh, during the beating, they had uh, put a uh, a wooden like mop handle in his ass and it broke off while the beating was. Uh, just just leave it there. I'll be him. back for it later. <laughs> <laughs> but oh it broke God. off inside of him uh, when it happened. Ouch. But yeah, Ouch. he had a he had a vat of uh, acid he would use to dispose of the victims. And then obviously he had like heads and shit in his freezer. Yeah. Yeah. And he was actually went to jail prison twice. He did one uh, for the molestation. And then the second time was for murder. Didn't he, didn't he make uh, like a stew or was that somebody else? He like probably was, made a stew. It was like ears and feet and shit. I don't know. Lisa's going to have a hard time sleeping tonight, she says. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, go ahead. I don't know if you've got this guy. This was kind of a reach, but do you, have you heard of Harold Shipman? I have Harold Shipman. Dr. Death. Yes. You do yes. have him? 
Yeah, I have. I, yeah, I have him. Yes. Oh, he right. killed anywhere from like 215 to maybe even more than 260 people. Yep. Um, it was mostly the elderly. And it was mostly like during the day. He overdosed them on like morphine, basically. Um, I don't know if he thought he was like helping them along right. or if he did it to be malicious. Um, I had never really felt like I have an answer for that. But, I, um, um, I, when we were talking about nicknames, I don't know how that didn't register to me. Like, oh yeah, we're going to talk about Dr. Death and what a like iconic nickname. Yeah. Yeah. It's a cool nickname. Um, but he didn't like it very much. He killed himself in prison in 2004. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm assuming you're talking about Jeffrey Dahmer. Uh, what I have written down for Harold Shipman uh, is um, Harold Shipman, also known as Dr. Death. Dr. Death. Dr. Death. Is believed to have killed at least 218 patients, although the total is quite likely closer to 250. This doctor practiced in London, uh, wait, practiced in London in between 1972 and 1998. Uh, he did work for two different offices, killing all the while. He was caught until he wasn't caught until a red flag was raised by several people, including an undertaker. Who was surprised by the sheer number of cremation certificates shipment under his part name of. yeah yeah uh, along with the fact that most of these cases were elderly women found to have died in bed not at night but rather during the day police mishandled the investigation and shipment uh shipment kept killing until he got greedy and tried to concoct a will for a victim that was named him that named him beneficiary and that's weird why would you name your doctors your beneficiary that was a stupid move on his part yeah that was Which fucking dumb which led to the victim's daughter to become suspicious. He was finally convicted in the year 2000 and committed suicide while in prison in 2004. Yeah. Yeah. These fuckers, man. I tell you what. So we have to have Gary Ridgway on there, of course. Well, He's you have favorite. Gary Ridgway because you're from here. Well, yeah, local, local dude, you know, it's like they're finding people in the Green River, which is right down the street from me. <laughs> so we've talked about him before, 80s, 90s. Um, he was convicted of like 48 or 49 murders, but there was probably, he confessed to over 70. Um, he was a very frustrated man because he had a very low IQ. Um, so I think that kind of, you know, if you're stupid, you're probably mad about it. I don't know. Um well, I'm going to assume Green River Killer, cool nickname. Um, he is currently uh, at Walla Walla State Penitentiary. What is he like? Seventy-two years old now. Um, yeah. He also liked to hump his his victims. He would strangle them to death and then have sex with them. So, so that was his a necrophiliac. Yes, yes. So um, we should get him on our podcast. <laughs> Dude, that would be rad. That would be weird. I wonder how many people would watch out of like Everyone and hate us watch. forever. Uh, <laughs> we're already um, hated. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Melissa loves us. Uh, so who else you got? I got so I got two that you probably have, but I'm gonna go with this one. You might not. Uh it's Pedro Lopez. I have Pedro Lopez. Jesus. He is yes for he he's from colombia and he right. killed people across ecuador colombia peru was never caught still right. at large he murdered hundreds of children which makes it very heinous because little they kids say, they say he's linked to 300 murders and not listen to this shit 
dude's walking around a free man. Well, they don't know really. He could be. He could be dead. Dead. He could be dead. Yeah, but he only got. What did he get? Uh, He was later convicted of murdering 110 girls in Ecuador and confessed to 240 more murders in Colombia and Peru. The monster of the Andes is what they called him. Yeah. Didn't even even spend 20 years in prison as he was released in 1998 for good behavior. There are some countries that can only hold you for X amount of years and then you get set free, like 12 years or 20 years or 30 years. I get it, but you you think if you get convicted of 110 murders and you confess (laughs) to 240 more, they're like, eh, maybe we don't let this guy out. I don't know. Some countries don't care, I guess. I don't know. And the crazy know. thing is, is like we have the death penalty here in like the United States where we're considered like this uppity. Yeah, you know? if like some dude in like, country go to Ecuador, they're like, ah, it's 10 years, go home. It's fine. It's right. fine. It's fine. Just go pick up trash along the freeway for a couple hours. It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> um, so right. who you got? My, uh, gosh, how many do we have now? I got two left. I got, I'll just tell you who mine two are. And if you have them both, we just get into them. I have John Wayne Gacy. Yes, obviously. let's go with him. I have and, him too. And after that, we can roll out with Eileen Wernos. Okay. And then I have somebody even worse. Oh. Yeah. So okay. John Wayne Gacy, local businessman. I uh, was into like, like city politics. He, he was like a party clown for kids' parties. He's well respected. And Had, he was like, also. Wasn't he, didn't he go to like the kids' hospitals and stuff like that? Oh, probably because he really liked little boys, right? Right, really liked little boys. And all the while, wasn't he like married with and like and has this like whole normal life, right? Yeah, like so he like had like a home repair or you know, like house repair kind of business, and so he'd always hire young guys to you know come, um, uh work for him for a couple of days, a couple of weeks here and there or whatever. And so he would always be like, here, let me show you this magic trick. Well, it was a magic trick you couldn't get out with of. With handcuffs. Right. Yeah. And then yeah. so he would, you know, rape and kill yeah. him or kill him. Or he torture. He loved to torture them and then rape right. them. And, and there was about 30, they found about 30 bodies in the crawl space in his house. Right. And he um, was, was and really he ended up being injury. convicted of 33 murders. Was it 33? Yeah. yeah. And then he had additional counts of rape and torture. Yeah, he liked to strangle little boys. So he died by lethal injection in 1994. 1994. Yes. 90s were good. Pogo the Clown was his name. Pogo the Clown, yes. I have a cat named Pogo. And painting was his game. I actually, so I found um, this, it's like a. The print of of his clown? No, it's a cast iron, like, you know, you see him in the store, like the secondhand stores, and they're like these old cast iron, like pirate looking dudes. Yeah. yeah so i found one of those and i took it home and i painted it like john wayne gacy's face noise oh i think you showed me that yeah yeah you showed me that facebook user says except for the one that got away put him in his own cuffs lol killer clown of chicago pogo the clown i like clowns you're bringing clowns to Crypticon. Dude, I've got two freaking totes full of clowns and dolls I'm bringing to Crypticon. It's going to be nuts. So, I mean, after we, I mean, I could bring like more dolls if you want, and we can do art on Thursday night if you want. I'm into it. I got hot glue. I have about, I have, I don't know, 50 pounds of Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, 
Alex Come to Carlson the con. sent us a, uh, a, a clown emoji. Hey, that's Alex. I work with her. Hey, Alex. Woo-woo. Welcome <laughs> to the con. Well, then come um, to the con. Really quick before we forget, though, I think next week's episode, we won't be live, right? So we're going to be together Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I think we just record and photograph, take all of that stuff, and we edit like a whole yeah, we can do that weekend. And because Monday, we're going to want to sleep all day. Week. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Well, or, I will be sleeping. I'll your... be up editing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, uh I thought that would be like a cool episode to do. Like yeah, it could be like a montage. <gasps> Let's do a montage. Make, we could do a montage and then go live like after the montage yeah. and talk about, you know, how much fun we had in it. Yeah, because I mean, I want people to interact. I want people to ask questions. I want, you know, True. to get to yeah. know our viewers. Our, and Our peeps. Yeah, yeah. I'm it's going to be it. so much fun. So much um, fun. So the, our next was Eileen Wernos. Yes, the Florida prostitute. Was that her nickname? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, the, I I don't want to say I like, but, um, you know, she has an interesting story because, you know, she had a pretty rough life. And then the yeah. fact that she went on to kill the Johns, you know, that were like out hurting the prostitutes. It's like right. kind of feel for her and can understand almost. Yeah. I mean, she did. She did claim self-defense, you know, because I mean. They do, you know, prostitutes do get, you know, beaten and killed and, you know, all that kind of right. stuff. And um, she she shot she shot her Johns. Um, she also robbed them. I don't think ro robbing was in self-defense, but she right. was one. I really I, I do have empathy for her. I did. I do have empathy for her because I I don't feel like she was an evil person like Jeffrey Dahmer. I feel like she had a real rough life. Um, she got handed some real bad cards. Right. Um, and did what she had to do to survive. And as a woman on the street, that's probably pretty hard. hundred percent. I mean, you never know what was going on out there. This is the 80s. I mean, what was it, the 80s, right? It was uh, 89 and 90. So, so I was 80, in high school when this happened. Yeah, so, I mean, like that, that, that era, you know, a lot of bad shit was happening to people you didn't hear about because there wasn't the internet and stuff. Right. You right. know what I mean? So I would imagine that the number of like. We had to watch the news on TV. Right. She, yeah. He says, "Didn't she sodomize some too?" I Ooh, feel I like I, so. I feel like I've heard that, but <laughs> I don't know for sure. Yeah. Uh, but she was accredited with what seven seven murders, something like that. I don't know. I just I just feel bad for her. You know. Yeah. I mean, she, like, it's almost like she was dude. I don't know. I mean, these dudes were bad dudes. You know, it was like a vigilante type right. thing in a sense to me anyway. The um uh, what's her name? Angela, what's that? The woman's name who played Eileen Warnos in that movie? Charlize, Charlize Theron's um, transition uh, from like her normal self to look like Eileen for that movie, uh, I believe, what's it called, Monster? That was insanity. I, I didn't see that one. I oh, didn't have to see it. Has uh, Charlize Theron is is Eileen, right? And then um, Christina Ricci plays her girlfriend. Uh, ah. And it's like about the era of when, but dude, when you see, um, uh, what's her name, Angela? Charlize Theron. <laughs> you, dude, you won't even, you won't recognize her at all. They rub the layers of tattoo ink over her skin to make it look all weathered and gross like that. Did you hear that? Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Oh, that go away. 
So, all right. So who did you have last up? Can we talk about Albert Fish? Holy shit. Did you forget? We know we got this far without talking about Albert Fish. And I was hoping that we were going to get out of here without talking about fucking Albert Fish. He is like, I think his crimes. Angela says she wants to talk about Albert Fish. Yeah, absolutely. I think his crimes are the most heinous um, because he. I try to save you guys. Just. Oh, my God. Yeah. The gray man. He liked (laughs) children in all of the ways, all of the ways. Um, he claimed he was in New York. He claimed to have eaten children in every state. He liked to mutilate little boys. Um, he, he killed an eight, three for sure, but he claimed to have many, many more. Um, this, this, is this was like, put, like needles in his balls, right? Oh yeah. 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 This was in the twenties and thirties. Um, let's see, what do I have on him? He, uh, was charged for of three murders. Um, oh, he was the one who made a stew out of face. He had like nose and ears and eyeballs and stuff like that. Um, he, uh, going back, he, his dad, I think his father died. Um, and his mother became a prostitute. Okay. Um, he got put in an orphanage for four years. Yeah, his father, no, yeah, his father died when he was five. His mom put him in an orphanage. She became a prostitute. Um, He was introduced to, um, like, uh, homosexuality, S&M, as a young child. Um, He was, yeah, yeah. So, and he started, like, he would be beaten in this orphanage, and he would be get visually excited he would get erections from it and it was like he he really enjoyed that pain he it was a connection for him um so he liked he started with like self-mutilation with his genitals and yeah they didn't x-ray on him they found a whole bunch of like freaking pins all lodged up in his uh, abdomen that he would jam up there because he just liked the pain he liked to give it and he liked to receive it um he had like a bunch of kids his wife left him his kids they would he had like this metal or this brush with like all these metal spikes on her nails or something. And he'd make his kids beat his bare ass with it. Yeah. Um, I think he was I re- really, yeah, I he think- was fucked up. He had a hit a head injury also when he fell out of a tree or something when he was 11. Mm. Um, but he, yeah, he, he, while he was married also, he was also, I don't know if he was bisexual or if he was gay, but he had lots of boy toys on the side while he was married. Um, Let's see. I feel like I read too somewhere that he had like a chair and in the chair there was a bunch of like spikes like on the seat Probably. of the chair that he Probably. was sitting. Probably. Melissa, he, um, his Melissa favorite Bowen thing was says, what the yeah. fuck? His favorite <laughs> thing was was young kids under six years old. He would kill them. Melissa, would, I told you I was trying to save you from this shit. He would dismember them and he would cook them and eat them. Like he would go to people's houses posing as somebody else and you know and like he would get these kids um he got like this eight-year-old boy i think and um he described how he would like cut off his butt cheeks and his dick and balls and cook them and you know the butt cheeks were so wonderful and sweet and he he would glaze them and then the you know his little boy's penis was delectable but his testicles were really chewy so he flushed them down the toilet um, there's a 10 year old girl, I think her name was Grace, that um, he originally went to go after the brother, but then she came to the room and he was like, I want this girl. 
said, you know, my sister is having a, a birthday party for my niece. Can I take her along? It'll be fun. It'll be kids her age. So anyways, uh, he takes her to this abandoned house and, and uh, he goes up, he makes her wait outside and he goes upstairs and he gets undressed and he calls her in. She comes in, sees him naked and starts crying. And so he grabs her and he strips her naked. And she's like, I'm going to tell my mom. Well, anyways, he kills her. Um, he eats her. He, it, take, it took him, I think, nine days to eat her entire body. And then he sent a letter to her parents saying that he, what exactly what he did. He described exactly what he did to, to their child in detail. That's fucking wild. So it's a super crazy. Um, he liked to castrate little boys. He got obsessed with when, genital when, mutilation what, and castration. When was this? When this was is this? the 30s, like 19, the late 20s, early 30s. So like World War II is going on, and this dude's like eating people. That's cool. He, like loves, he loves castrating little boys. Well, here it is. It started with raw meat. He started eating raw meat. And then eventually he transitioned to human flesh. Mm. Um, yeah, Grace Grace Bud was the was the girl that he, it took him nine days to eat. So all of his crimes were sexually driven. He was well, really... He really liked little little kids, little kids. He would fuck them and he'd yeah. eat them. So, but no, but not Grace. She died a virgin. He said in his letter to the parents. He goes, "I could have fucked her, but I didn't." All right. Well, uh, calm down. Calm Sorry. Down. <laughs> <laughs> it's so creepy. Uh, Melissa wants to take this dude out to the farm real quick, and I'm imagining like she wants to do like uh, what was that movie where he like shoots his buddy in the back of the head because he's like not very bright. Um, Oh, what is that one called? I keep, I don't remember the name of it now, but yeah. Anyone into serial killers, check out my friend John Borowski's Docs and Books. I don't know who said that, but actually, I think in our first uh, true crime box, we actually had uh, Borowski's autograph. Uh, we featured him in a box early in the very early days of Zompire. Ah, how yeah, long have he, you been doing Zompire now? September will be three years. Noise. Noise. Uh, yeah. Uh, but John's a really good dude. He, uh, <laughs> Melissa says, Deliverance ain't got shit on me. <laughs> um, of Mice and Men. That was the movie I was trying to remember oh. where he shoots his buddy in the back of the head or his brother or whatever. No, but John Borowski did a, uh, a really cool documentary about Carl Panzeram. And he's currently working on one about uh, John Wayne Gacy. But most of his stuff you can find on Amazon Prime and Netflix. He all, they're all doc documentaries on serial killers. He's, they're cool. really, really well done, too. Nice. He does know his that. shit, indeed. Noise. Noise. Uh, I bought most of my serial killer artifacts from him. He's a good dude to get them oh, cool. from. Awesome. Awesome. So on that note, I think we have our idea for next week's uh, episode okay. where typically we would ask everyone, but yeah. it'll be some form of our con experience, pictures, yeah. maybe it's gonna interviews. Be super exciting. We are going to be attending Crypticon and working at it right. for for the 20th, 21st, and 22nd Seattle. Um, and if you and weren't largest... here for the opening of the podcast, I'll be wearing oh. these shoes. He'll be wearing those. Yes. And I just got in the mail today. And look at the insides. Oh. And they glow in the dark. You're jelly, jelly, jelly. Jelly, 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 jelly. <laughs> <laughs> but those are my con shoes, so I can't wear them. Excellent. Oh, you're going to break them in at the con. Yeah. Might get that on. 
Ooh, don't threaten me with a good time. Uh-oh, what if she says? Dual <laughs> signing of her two favorite podcasters. That would be dope. Yeah. We need some podcast audit autos going out. Actually, yeah. one, of the, one of the cool things, since we're talking about the convention, I'm going to do, hopefully, <clears throat> I have time while I'm there. Um, I have two Funko Pops from Child's oh, Play yeah. 2. So I'm going to try and get uh, Alex Vincent and Christina Lease because they were both in it, trying to get right. them both signed. So I'm going to, one of them's for Josh and one of them's mine. That'd so be I'm pretty, awesome. I'm pretty excited. I hope I pull that off. And then I have some, like, I don't, you probably can't see it. Uh, but right behind me is a 3D printed um, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, like VH um poster it's all like hard plastic like nice. you see them in like blockbuster you know um but it's like big too it's like a bit you know big six like 16 by 20 or something like that but i have that and the original soundtrack from texas chainsaw massacre 2 on vinyl so hopefully i can get uh mosley on both of those that's my goal while i'm there yeah yeah i'm sure you will i got doug bradley to sign my little um pinhead babies i know that's so i rad. mean i had to pay for it but i mean right right them. <laughs> nothing in life is free and on that, that note we are going to call this a show all right i'll miss Thank you, you. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll miss we're you gonna be Thursday working so afternoon. hard it's gonna be man we're gonna have so much fun i'm excited wait a minute wait a minute albert fish was electrocuted rightfully so he apparently said to the executioner that he didn't even know why he was there That's yeah i read time. about that alex carlson you are 100 percent correct Yes, yes. Facebook user says, great show, guys. I'm assuming it's Der Derek Winsky, <clears throat> but it could be anyone. It could be but, anyone. Uh, well, I'll see you Thursday. All right. Sounds great, my buddy. And then, uh, uh, what's that? Oh, go ahead. I was I was just going to see if you're going to wrap it up with your 66.6 .6 on your AM dial. Well, that's our show for this week. Thank you for tuning in to the Zompire Horde podcast with your host, Vlad the Rad, Michelle of the Dead on 66.6 .6 on your AM dial. Welcome to the Zompire Horde podcast. Join us every Monday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, as your hosts, Vlad the Rad and Michelle of the Dead, discuss horror, true crime, and the macabre. Episodes available on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Join us, won't you?